and novelty songs. Spurs, girls, and novelty songs. Spurs, girls, and novelty songs. Spurs, girls, and novelty songs. I was doing um, Smooth by Rob Tabas and Santana. I was doing, yeah. Oh, wait, it's not the same. Yeah, it's a hop. No. Yeah. But I, did yeah. I just do the wrong riff? Nope, that's a different song entirely. Well. I think you're doing Shania Twain. <laughs> oh. Let's go, girls. <laughs> How come they didn't use that uh, on girls for one of the opening songs? I know, songs? that was so good. Yeah. Let's go. And then I'm they pissed. just cut it off and the title shows yeah. up. Yeah. And then oh and then yeah, and then, like the background is like pink and then the font <laughs> is like brown. Or you do the like Disneyfy thing where Disney did that with like every trailer they would release, they would have like the slowed down version, so it'd be like, Let's go. Girls. You and cut the out title appears. You cut yeah, out because I was going what? really I was going really slow. Yeah, you cut out, but still, it sounds like you're more describing a horror movie than a Disney movie. What are you talking about? Like, don't you remember the uh, Age of Ultron trailer where they did the slowed down version of that Pinocchio song? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. Where it's like really intense. (laughs) Yeah, well, when you say Disney movie... Well... It is. I, I don't know what you're going to say. So. I know, I know, but I think something very specific when you say Disney movie. What do you think? Like of? you can't. Well, what do you think? I think of Alice what in do you Wonderland. Think? I think you think of Beauty and the Beast. I think the fox. And I think the you hound. think. Okay, yeah, Cinderella, right. I think the Beauty and the Beast or Little Mermaid. Lion and I think King. you think. I think you Pinocchio. think. I think fucking. Guardians Peter of the Galaxy Pan. 2. Like, no. my favorite Disney character is 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 Kurt Russell from Guardians of the Galaxy <laughs> not 2. Even, guys. Not even, like, Baby Groot. It's Kurt Russell. Guys. The guy you can't Yeah, that's name. my favorite Disney character. <laughs> I just got... I, when I go to Disneyland, I'm like, where's Kurt Russell from Guardians of the Galaxy 2? Kelly, Kelly, what are you saying? I got a great idea for a different okay. podcast that we're starting now. Okay. We're only gonna review movies that use Where Is My Mind by the Pixies in the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got good news. That's every movie. Yeah, it's a lot of it's a lot of films. You'd be surprised. The late nineties would be what that <laughs> yeah. podcast is called. Yeah. I can't wait to watch Fight Club. Fight Club. <laughs> We're watching that one for sure. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be episode one. Uh what else? Mm-hmm. I can't think of anything off the top of my head, actually. I think it's all like it's there's some video games that use it. Yes. Half Life. We'll probably mm-hmm. have to expand the Band. library. Where is my mind? And yep. uh, walking on sunshine. What's that REM song? That's Losing my religion. Yeah, maybe no, no, not that one. Oh, stand in the place <laughs> where you live. No, not that one. I will. Not end of the world as we know it. It's the. It's like a cover, isn't it? Isn't by REM? Uh, are you are you thinking the Man on the Moon song? Maybe. No, that's by Kurt Cobain and the Bowie. Everybody hurts. No, Man on the Moon is an R.E.M. song. They wrote no. it for the fucking Jim Carrey movie. No. Is it Everybody Hurts or not? Oh, my God. Everybody it's not Everybody Hurts. hurts. This is going to be so much fun for the listener. Kelly, I mean, Marty, pause your boombox. We don't need to hear the actual <laughs> oh, I'm song. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I actually want to hear Kelly sing some R.E.M. because I think this is Kelly's like style of singing is the Michael Stipe style. Not doing it. I've always said that. Yeah, you've always referred to him as the Thermals, and I was listening to REM, and I was like, "This sounds like the Thermals," and I was like, "Kelly, I love the Thermals." Yeah, I haven't delved deep enough into REM. Yeah, there's too much. 
I don't know what it's. I I gotta find. Well, you know what? Cliffhanger. Listen to the next episode of uh, Spooky yeah. Games. I'll have it then. <laughs> to see what Kelly thinks of Aria. No, I'm not gonna be. Well, <laughs> well I guess I, we'll find out next episode what he's gonna do. I'm not listening Welcome to. to <laughs> I'm not listening to REM's discography between this episode and next episode. That's hey, hard. can you guys hold on for a second? Yeah. Welcome to Spoof Scoofs and Novelty Songs. <laughs> a podcast about dumb shit. Yeah, how does it feel? Oh, it doesn't feel good. It felt bad. This week, we're talking about uh, 2001's pivotal uh, teen movie spoof. Scott, hold on. I gotta gentlemen. Stop. I gotta stop you gentlemen. there. Gentlemen. I gotta stop you there. I gotta stop you there. Uh, uh-huh. Okay. Um, what is it? Marty, you're really stupid, and uh, I just wanted to point that out. That was it. Uh, hold on. My pocket protector fell out. I have to put it back in. I'm a dumb nerd. I'm having fun with this. This is my kind of bit. I, I, I'm going to sit like this that. one out and just enjoy it. My impression of Scott is still being mean to me, and then Scott's impression of me is still just being mean to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby. This week, we're... You got to learn to play the game. Hey, it's the delay, Marty. I'm not, I know, nobody's I know, deliberately not trying to cut purpose. you off. I'm not mad at you. I'm just it's the opportunity keeps getting missed. All right, I'm gonna be quiet for 30 seconds. This week we're reviewing Not Another Teen Movie, a 2001 American comedy directed by Joel Gallen. It was Mad World. It was Mad World. That's what it was. That's the REM song. That's not. Oh, a, that's 100 not by oh, REM. It's not an REM song. Well, whatever. That's what I was talking about. Well, it's <laughs> Where's My Mind by the Pixies. Next week we're starting a new podcast. Fuck this podcast. I'm done. I quit. God. <clears throat> Directed by Joel Gallen, a veteran of live performance directing. This is a hard. 27, hairy... 28, I also 29, want to point out. I want to. 30. Point... Oh my God, shut up. <laughs> I want to point out this is the only movie I could find that he has actually directed. This movie is a hard parody of various mid to late 90s teen comedies, including She's All That, 10 Things I Hate About You, Varsity Blues, and then, of course, various John Hughes movies. The film was a modest success, making about $60 million on a $10 million budget, received mostly negative reviews, but is probably best known as the other teen comedy spoof alongside the infamous Date movie. The movies are unrelated but most people lump them together thinking that not another teen movie is somehow related to the other like spoof movie movies. And I want When you say most people, uh, us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you ask your average Joe on the street, date movie? Yeah, it's interchangeable with uh, not another teen movie. Isn't that the same thing? Common not knowledge. I know the difference. I'm a connoisseur. I want to say up top it's really weird to watch a spoof of comedy movies. So I was my expectations were really low going into this movie. But this is also our first like hard spoof that we've done in a long time. But we are about to go on a long run of hard spoofs. So don't you worry, dear listeners. Lots of hard spoofs coming up for you. Gentlemen. Or worry. Oh, they turned it off. They unsubscribed. They're gone. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, because they listened they to They shot this. their phones last episode. Yeah. That's true. They're sick of buying new phones after every app that we record. (laughs) What were your thoughts on Not Another Teen Movie? I got some history Mm. with this movie. Ooh. I got some history. 
Yeah, I watch this history, movie yeah. all the time on Comedy Central. It was always like the super edited version. I'm sure I'm not mm-hmm. the only one. And I'm probably not the only one who felt a little bit dirty after watching it. <laughs> it was like, it was like that's the type of movie on Comedy Central. Your mom comes in the room. You switch the channel. You're like, oh, I'm watching mm-hmm. Nickelodeon, mom. That's what happens. Yeah. And then your mom's like, why are you still watching cartoons? You're 14, you yeah. fucking idiot. Why are you rock hard watching Spongebob right now? <laughs> And by rock hard, she means, you know, he's polishing his rocks for his uh, geology yeah, class. Yeah, and watching a hard spoof. <laughs> I think... Uh, no, nah, you guys go. No, you're good. No, nah, I don't think ever, so I take that back. <laughs> I well, have never seen this Kelly. movie before. Well, hold on, Marty. Uh-huh. Kelly. No, look. He's he, your self-esteem is... No, <laughs> he's no. He's, it's okay. He's, I just got called dumb because I said uh, Mad World's by R.E.M. because it is. <laughs> No, it's not. There's definitely a version of Mad World by R.E.M. Look it up! You're not the one you're thinking of. You're thinking of the one from Donnie Darko, which is not by them. I'm not thinking of that one. I'm thinking of the one from Gears of War trailer. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that's R.E.M. either. That's R.E.M., bud. Look it up. Let's do a podcast poll. Let's do our first ever (laughs) podcast poll. Who's dumber, me or Marty? Uh, (laughs) Wow. Oh, may I vote? Yes. (laughs) Yes. I, I better not. Yeah. I would my because you thought about it. You're like, who would be funnier to vote for? And he's like, either yeah. one is very funny to vote. This for is going to cause a rip. Yeah, it's it would just be it's like the cheapest joke, and it's like mean for very little pay. Uh, the funniest vote would have been for yourself. Marty is dumber. Though. You wrote it. You writing in yourself would have been comedy gold. You missed yes. an opportunity yeah. there. You did miss that. Um. Well, uh, th- there's plenty of people left to vote, so <laughs> we'll see. Scott, what? Is your opinion, your initial thoughts on not yeah. a movie? I'll lay it down for you. Mm-hmm. Um, it was okay. <laughs> it was uh, a lot of it, it. It it punches down quite a bit. Yeah, it's how I felt this movie too. is kind of mean. Um, yeah, but I like at some parts a lot too. Of that. It's true. I, I, you got to give it. You got to remember that. Hey, it was what year did it come out? It came out in 2001, which was, like, pivotal for, like, not... I don't know. Yeah. yeah. For, this caused... Yeah. I was going to say this caused 9-11. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> oh, God. I knew you were going to say that because that's a cheap joke, Marty. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, I actually... So, I agree with you. The The stuff in this movie that I thought didn't work very well was the stuff Wait, where it when, just kind what of... Wait, what exact date did it come out? Um... Oh, let's look at it. September 10th. This was... <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Yeah, this was one of those movies that... It may have like, healed us from 9-11. It actually... <laughs> it had it had the hot cheerleader standing, legs spread apart, and then the Twin Towers were underneath her. And then they had to mm-hmm. change the poster last minute. Yeah, and that's then Osama was, like, looking up her skirt and then looking at the camera like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, and then George fuck. Bush was shoving Al Gore into a garbage can. Yeah, that, that's I remember all. And of a that. hanging Chad was coming out of the front of his pants, and he's looking at this, the camera all cross-eyed. Yeah, this movie was filmed as like a drama, and then nine eleven happened. They're like, and oh, then God, Dick Cheney's in a bush this. with a binoculars, and his tongue is sticking out all horny, like. It was a political comedy before. <laughs> they had to recut it. Yeah, they had to recut it. Into a teen comedy. Yeah. Oh, so this smart. Was, it was. It was three and a half hours long before. It was. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, with that first cut. Yeah, it was really long. I 
my initial thoughts. So I agree that it does punch down a bit and there is like a little bit of like making fun of people who are different, like a little too often in a way that like, it seems like it was trying to be uh, making fun of how teen comedies do that kind of shtick, but it doesn't go far enough with some of that stuff. So it just feels it's very the same. The same. It's we say this like every episode yes, where they're they're trying do. to we make really fun do. of making fun of people by yes. making fun of them. Yes, they have. There's but like there the are big, moments. The big one. Yeah, I'd, I mean, like the main one, the one of the first one that sticks out to me is the token black guy. Like, yes, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. I think that one worked. Him saying. Him going on the rant about how he's just here to say these three things, and Mm -hmm. then he does say those three things. Yes. And then him at the party with the other token black guy. I don't know. It brings it to light. Like, it kind of makes you more aware of it in other actual movies and stuff like that. That's why I think it sort of works. I think it sort of worked as well. I just think it wasn't, like... It's you're calling something you're calling out and calling attention to a like huge problem in movies at that time. And by simply just doing the exact same thing again, it doesn't really like they they do at the end. He has a conversation with Chris Evans and the conversation revolves around like Chris Evans saying like, you're actually a person and I shouldn't talk to you like this. And then they undercut that with a joke and ruin it in a way that like. Uh, just don't do I don't know it was just like weird I think it's, it's like I think it's two steps forward one step back that's my take yeah on it. I don't I think I it was didn't have a problem with it I just think that by today's standards it was really like hack like yeah yeah uh, but, but it was uh, but making I also fun think of movies in 2001 they might be like the first people sort of pointing that out um yeah and I think yeah. it was like, like way funnier then but now it's I, I feel like I've also seen like several versions of that joke and other things Yes. yes and I'm, I'm there's a lot of that it. in this like they so my overall thoughts i actually really like this movie <laughs> which shouldn't surprise me i'm torn on it <laughs> to be embarrassing honest. i <laughs> i don't really like it i think that's a stretch mm-hmm. i definitely think like it it's to me this movie was looking in a super old toy chest and you find a bunch of broken garbage and then there's like a couple th- nice bouncy balls that's how i felt about this movie wow <laughs> what an airtight metaphor <laughs> i thought it was like very funny for the most part and like occasionally the jokes that weren't working were like so atrocious but i thought there was so much funny stuff in this movie like i was laughing the whole time i pretty much which i don't know uh, i i would like catch myself laughing at it and be like i shouldn't be laughing at this this is so <laughs> stupid <laughs> yeah I watched it next to my girlfriend, and um, I was humiliated. <laughs> and, uh, and then, uh, and then, and then, I she caught me laughing at it a couple times, and then I was oh, embarrassed to yeah. be laughing. <laughs> my wife no. walked in at moments. Yeah. She walked in literally at. I mean, this is just how she it asked, is "Why are you she... rock hard?" No, <laughs> why are you rock hard watching SpongeBob? <laughs> <laughs> Same episode as the first time too. No, she watching it. She walked in during the European student transfer a bit, which like I'm torn on. I'm torn on because it's one of those bits where it's like white male writers, in my opinion, writing it in so that some girl shows them her their smoking hot bod and super misogynist. But then they sprinkle in this little treat for me, which is the subtitles. Yes. Around the nipples. That joke is so good. And I like that a lot. I thought that was so funny. Like, not because I got to see boobs, but just because, like, that's, that's like, making fun of, like, 
I don't know. It feels like it's making fun of like the male mind. Yeah. Austin Powers did it better and more tastefully. I I can't believe I'm saying this, but Austin Powers did that more (laughs) tastefully. I feel like every five spoof movies does a subtitle joke, and I think it's actually always a hit. Like, I think it's always good. Yeah. But I agree. I think it was like, I was torn with you, Kelly, because I like, I liked that bit, but I was like, ah, this is just feels like a really cheap way to just get like, you know. Yeah. And then they named her Areola, and I laughed at that. And that was one of those ones where it's like, I can't laugh at this. It's not funny. Stop it. Stop. You're you're better than this. Kelly. I'm so glad everybody <laughs> shot their phones before this episode. Before yeah, you two guys humiliated yourselves like this. So I wanted to say my first like favorite joke of this movie was Chris Evans' introduction. We meet him. He's like the jock character. He looks at a portrait of himself. And then he walks away and he looks at a portrait of a portrait of him looking at himself. Now that I died. I liked as well. I'll give you that. That's that what I'm saying. There all, all of those jokes. There there were a few That's what clever I'm jokes, but for me the ratio I just think we all hit a little bit of a different ratio and mine yeah. they were the jokes, the good jokes, scanty I say. I thought this movie was just like nonstop jokes. Like I have a whole, I have a huge list of just like jokes that I like that. And I felt like the movie just never let up. And I always appreciate that with these spoof movies because so many of them just stop making jokes. And this one at least was like constantly trying. And it wasn't like, it wasn't doing the thing that like a spy hard did where like it would just do the Pulp Fiction dance scene and not make a joke about it. This movie would actually do like the fair, they did the scene from Ferris Bueller, but He's like has friends who are bringing kegs in right in front of his parents, and his parents are like, "Oh, I hope you feel better." Yeah, that was like I I didn't need that to be better than that. I just was appreciating that they were trying so hard to make sure this was funny. I are we gonna what, breeze right over the intro to this fucking movie? <laughs> Which I don't remember is the intro. A bit horrendous. Oh, the masturbation scene. Yeah, the masturbation oh, scene. Oh, that was hilarious. It's... <laughs> <laughs> now that sucked. Oh my god. The dildo so, fell in the cake, and then it splotted uh, all over everybody. I mean, it kind of tells you what you're getting into, I guess. Yeah. So I and then she crossed that. her eyes. Any movie where people like cross their eyes and kind of like fall backwards, like oh, oh, like I, that's good shit. Overall, I thought it did like attempt to tackle like the inherent misogyny of some of the teen comedies, though. In particular, yeah. they did the making fun of the ducky stand-in character who was like the best friend who's like so in love with her and why won't she date me and the way they made fun of him throughout the movie i was like this movie like actually gets what's fucked up about that shit in those comedies like the way I, they did they make fun of it or was, did just bad oh, stuff they, happen oh, to come him. on i think they were making fun of yeah. it no they weren't making fun of it they were they could have made fun of it more. There could have been like more like poetic justice to it, other than like, yes, he's doing, yes, he's an asshole with like a friend zone mentality, but an anvil falling on his head is not poetic justice. That's just like, I mean, do you know what fair. I'm saying? Like, yeah, it, they could have, they could have like brought to light like just the, the same way they did the the token black character, where they like sort of like yeah. ex, like the joke is like over explaining it something mm, like that yes. where they actually like they, they point out very clearly just have j- it, it's it's they they are doing a good job of like we don't like this character because he's he's friend zoning the main character yeah but but having yeah. an anvil fall on his head is not uh it, it's you know what i mean like i, I wish it yeah, like had more to do with what 
No, I think you're right. I think they like they're like three quarters of the way there, right? They like they started the work of making this like sort of poignant satire, but then they like didn't complete it in a way that actually made it work. Yeah, they just it's like Tom and Jerry'd it, like yeah, and then yeah, it gets hit in which, the nuts, which, which, which is what I like. So <laughs> you like see bad man so get hit it. in balls. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm a simple man. You loved this movie. Um, I was just gonna say how it can be viewed by like men as like why won't she date him oh my god it's so true to real life she's so blind to how much he loves him and treats her with respect and care he she, he deserves it and that's like not how it works so yeah that's all i was gonna say it's it's the, like 10 years before uh 500 days of summer for example yeah like, that's yeah. true too uh the Janie's got a gun. Did they name her Janie just to set up for that yes. punchline? <laughs> I was yes. Oh, Kelly, we like the same jokes. I was so. I didn't stoked like that they the joke. Was... I was just like, uh, I think this was just a full on like this is why they named her that, which was fine, but it's it was a big, I, like big wind up for that for that swing. Um, I was all about that though. Like I, I didn't like that they paid it off with like getting super violent in that way. But the him yelling, Janie's. I mean, I, I thought that was good. Like I thought the the stupidity of that was really fun. But uh, it was a good bit on the scene from Ten Things I Hate About You. Yeah, yeah. Which I think that's why this movie, I think this is why you guys like this movie, or what makes it very strong is a spoof. Because I will give you that, it 100% is mm-hmm. a hard spoof. And it's because the the story of this movie, there's no original part to this story yes. whatsoever. They just Frankensteined right. a bunch of like the actual plots from, like they're not trying to do their own take on this kind of plot. They're just literally directly lifting scenes from other movies yeah. and stitching them together. Yeah, they, so they then, took... Yeah. I think the main plot they took was the... Whatever, like, Date the Ugly Girl. The 10 Things I Hate that's, About You. Is that 10 yeah. Things? I don't know. Yeah. Sorry. I think that's all of it. The working title was Whatever, Date the Ugly Girl, so you were close. <laughs> yeah. Um, what was your guys' take on the uh, the music in this movie? Oh, it was great. Are you kidding me? Oh, it best fucking ruined <laughs> Yeah, that was the best part of the movie. I wrote, I wrote Kelly is fucking loving this. Nah, <laughs> I'm not a big Green Day fan. It was like a lot of Green Day, yeah. wasn't it? Good yeah, Charlotte is the band of... at the end. The Good Charlotte no, is the yeah, band Charlotte. at the end. They both suck. <laughs> well, they don't both suck. They're just both like the, my least favorite pop punk. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the music in general, though, is like... It felt like it was stock music and that every scene was like drastically different tone in it was so wild I thought to listen to because the music kept shifting like so dramatically I was like this has to be a bit because it's it was so crazy how like tempo would change so dramatically from scene to scene I don't know I thought it was insane the whole time but uh it was just very of its time yeah that's true too it was just like they didn't even I mean, like, I guess other teen movies might have been using pop punk, too, but yeah, there was... At that time, yeah. It's just very, like, early 2000s, uh, yeah. The... I want to talk... This is one of the things where it's, like, it's, like, a good bit, but it's hard to look past the stuff surrounding it, but the classroom scene where the teacher goes off on a rant about how all you kids care about is doo-doo humor... And then it ends oh. the scene. It like juxtaposing it, cutting back and forth between him ranting and the, the three boys looking over. And it's basically like talking to the audience. And I thought like it yes. was like 
it was like way too smart to be in the movie i feel like but like excuse me not smart at, that's what i'm <laughs> it's it's just like i thought it was clever that's all i'm saying is like it was cheeky it was it was you're it was speaking directly to like the actual audience that was watching the movie in theaters at the mm-hmm. time but they didn't realize it i'm sure that went over most of their heads that's all i wanted to say about it it's just i thought it was well done i didn't like it but i thought it was well done i mean like they hit I think they hit what they were going for. They were... It's, um... Satirical, I guess. Or, like, it is, like, irony. But, uh, I don't know. Just that... Uh, I don't know. I guess I'm more mad that, like, it probably worked and people loved it. So... Oh, yeah. <laughs> whatever. That's how I felt. Like, I hate shit jokes in movies generally. But I was like, this is, like, the one time what? where I feel like... This actually worked. Like I actually you, was. Like, uh, you know what? I'm changing my mind because the juxtaposition of it's well, poop is very yucky, but <laughs> yeah. the hot girl is very hot. So that's you see not those, what they're juxtaposing. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think it's that juxtaposing just, oh, isn't the right. That was just term. one of the the juxtapositions. There's also the okay. juxtaposition of the poop flying into the face of the guy who's saying that um it's not funny when poop flies in face yeah and yet i'm laughing so there's one there yeah idiot big juxtaposed (laughs) yeah that guy got his real comeuppance the only other thing i wanted to say is that melissa joan hart got a cameo oh yeah at the Mm -hmm. pool party and um, doing the slow ca- clap bit, and that's it. Molly that's Ringwald. all. 80s red hair, yeah. Oh, yeah, Molly Ringwald yeah, Molly and at the, end. the Breakfast Club principal guy. Yes, oh, yeah. he plays the same character in this As movie. I love that scene. Yeah, but that no, was the, one of the bits where it was like, they're just redoing it. They just redid it. So, like, was yeah. it funny? Yes. I, but it was like a take I think on the, it, kind the funniest, of. Yeah, but the words. funniest part was that they got him to redo it. I think was yes. like the best part. Everything else is like, I don't need this. Go away. I, I also thought it was insane. They cast the dad from Ferris Bueller and he plays uh, Chris Evans' dad, I think, in the movie. Not Ferris Bueller, the Ferris Bueller character's dad. He like plays, and then it's like their scenes are like back to back. I was like, why wouldn't you cast him to play the dad again? Like, why wouldn't you? You did that with the other like three characters. And I was so confused by that casting choice, but. Yeah, the cameos were very entertaining. You had Mr. T showing up. I thought the football stuff in this movie overall was also really great. Like, I liked all the... I like that he doesn't succeed at being a football player. Like, he throws the worst pass anyone's ever seen when he gets his big heroic moment. I thought all that stuff in general, like, making fun of Rudy and, and like, I don't know. I just thought that all paid off in a really fun way. And that was the stuff... I was very surprised that that stuff all worked in the movie. Because it feels, like, really out of place at first. And then the way it ties in at the end is very nice, I thought. I guess one question I have is the incestual family making fun of something. <laughs> I think just the movie in general is like making fun of like the over sexualization of all the characters in this in those comedies, right? And I think American Pie, right? Because like Eugene Levy's character in American Pie is like too it gets too uncomfortable with him at some points, right? I've never actually seen American Pie, but Maybe. I understand what it's about, so. <laughs> That's a possibility. It seems weird to be like making fun of a movie that is a comedy. <laughs> That's what I'm but, saying. Yeah, that yeah. was my issue at the beginning. Yeah, I think they're mostly just putting um, horny stuff in there to 
for the sake to of horny stuff. The teens. Yeah. To get the to get the I mean, fourteen year olds. Who's the intended it. audience here, really? It's like it's rated R, but it's definitely younger than rated. It's for like tenth graders. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how it yeah. feels for sure. Like this was for the same. Uh, actually, I think this was for an older crowd than Sausage Party. <laughs> Yeah, it's I right did. between what sausage party and Borat. Yeah, right. In <laughs> that is a good there. progression. Yeah, <laughs> twenty-nine year olds, of course. That's how I'll raise my son. <laughs> between sausage party and Borat, yeah. son, <laughs> it's time. It's time. You're old my enough wife. to see this. Yeah, not a, not another one of your yearly spoofs, Dad. Yeah, I remember when my dad <laughs> t- t- put me in front of the Sat TV. Me down. Yeah. <laughs> Popped in a DVD. As a spoof, 8 out of 10. I was very surprised. I think this perfectly makes fun of those teen comedies. We can debate about the quality, but I think the spoof quality is very high on this movie. As a movie, I'm going to go 7 out of 10. I did enjoy a lot of this. There's a lot of this that I would be embarrassed to tell people that I like this movie. But... There was some really, really funny stuff in this movie. And I think, I don't know, I was surprised. I was just really shocked that this movie actually tries to make a point once in a while. I was very surprised by that. I thought that this was going to be, like, very surface level and just not, like, attempt anything. But at least it tries sometimes. Like, it doesn't go deep enough, of course. But, like, you know, when did this movie ever go deep enough? But I don't know. I was very surprised by this movie. I concur with being surprised by it. There are some gems in this rough movie i would give it a seven out of ten as a spoof it makes fun of its source material pretty solidly i would probably give it like a like in this day and age honestly i think i'd give it like a three out of ten as a movie Mm -hmm. just because like the jokes don't age well go to movieclips.com look up not another team movie watch the movie clips you get the idea that's my take as a spoof five out of ten no wow no yeah fine six out of ten it's a slightly better than average spoof it's but i'd really well and then as a movie yeah like two out of ten it's i was expecting to not like it and i was right (laughs) I'm surprised. I mean, I knew I was going to like... I, I, Once I got done watching this, I was like, I know there's no way they're going to like this as much as I did. But. I think it's... Like like I said, it's cheekier and better than it than it seems like it'll be. Yeah, yeah. Marty, you said it's more than surface level. I just disagree. Like, I, I just didn't see it go past the surface. Like when, when I say that, though, I just mean... I think it, like... Like when we get to date movie, that's what I mean. When I when we get to yeah. date movie is what I mean. Where it's like it's just gonna redo scenes you're... from those movies the... and not. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, know. the thing is, when it comes to spoof movies, I do think this goes deeper than surface level. But that's not saying a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like you don't have to reach for the stars when you're making a spoof movie to go deeper than surface level. Like it has its moments. I've already gone over the bits that I liked and that I thought were like better than they had any right to be um or like did stuff that they didn't have to do to keep it interesting but yeah it's not i see both sides of the coin it's Mm -hmm. not great but it's better than a lot of the other it's better than super fast 
That's which true. Is like in the same vein. I'll give you that. This is definitely better than a lot of things we've watched. I guess that's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> if, if we're looking at comparisons, yeah, I think. Yeah. So. Hey. Hey. What? Hey, Scott. I have a song for you. <laughs> Do you have a song to play us? Yeah, I just said so. Oh. Oh well, that's awesome. Yeah, you want to know what it's called? Yeah, I want to know. I would love to know what it's called, Scott. Okay, well, I'll tell you. It's a little number called Smells Like Nirvana by a little fella <laughs> we call Weird Al Yankovic off the album Off the Deep End. Um, and you know what? Speaking of straightforward spoofs, this, as far as Weird Al parodies go, I say this one's right down the plate. He's making fun of, of course, the seminal 90s rock oh. and roll grunge rocking band Nirvana. Uh, so I guess um, with that in mind, let's let's hit it. Let's roll that clip. too much to say about this one like the wikipedia was not uh didn't bear a lot of fruit on this one but it's just i think that it's a good example i almost wish that before we did our like weird al deep dive episode we did just like one like just like straightforward this is what weird al does type of thing because i mean i there's there's two types of weird al songs the originals and then the like you know real song parodies obviously this falls into the latter but yeah he's making jokes about how it's hard to understand what cobain is saying and the lyrics like are just kind of stream of consciousness non sequiturs and um i don't know i think he does a good job of like making fun of how kurt cobain sings the music video aspect is also i mean that's oh yeah it's such an iconic vid yeah yeah yeah, it's. I'd say it's. I th- normally Weird Al. I think also does like an amazing job of like recreating the backing tracks to the songs he's parroting. Like especially, uh, you know, the later into your yeah. career, his career, you go, his work. Well, like the the um, early, not like the super early stuff, but like when he started to take off, it's kind of it's impressive because you don't have as many resources back then as he does now to like yeah. recreate things. But I was saying when we were listening before, I was saying that if you listen to this song, when the guitars kick in, it's you can um, tell it's rip off. You it's can like yeah, it's Nirvana. it's he does a great job of like the little like quieter guitar like lead up, like that solo guitar right when it comes in. But when the drums kick in and like you know the song is really supposed to like fucking give it to you, it sounds like it's through a dentist drill. Like it's so yeah, you needed more more something. He needed more a Marshall stack. Yeah. I was gonna say it fits really well with uh, not another team movie where like all of the music was really like stock music, yeah. like '90s teen comedy stock music. It really fit well with. That. Yeah, I, mean, I was, was also gonna say the idea. I was gonna say uh, Weird Al started taking off when they invented the accordion. Uh, all right, that's gonna do it for us uh, <laughs> <laughs> on another episode of. Are you saying that Weird Al is like 200 years old? 
<laughs> yes. He was not... His early career, no one knows about it. Then they invented yeah. the accordion, he took off. Yeah. His, like, his his Bach parodies are so funny. <laughs> there must always be a Weird Al. He crushes it. I love Weird Al. I feel like we would... I, th- I gotta talk about the phone call he made to Nirvana. To oh. Kurt Cobain, I, rather. Mm-hmm. When, do you have any info on that, Scott, or no? No, I didn't. You did. Thank you, for, tell, thank you for this. I'll just tell it from memory. I don't know if this <laughs> is for sure. But basically, he calls up Kurt. He says, do you mind if I do a parody of your song? And he says, yeah, is it going to be about a sandwich or something? And he's like, no, it's going to be about how no one can understand what you're singing. And Kurt laughed. And he's like, yep, that's fine. And that was it. That was like, <laughs> it was like a very short, to-the-point phone call with yeah. Kurt Cobain. Because it, like, it was like when he was at his peak. I mean, of heroin use, of heroin use, and of fame. Yeah, I imagine because it was right after this came out. Who's doing the product, Marty? Do you have a product for us? I do, gentlemen. Let me retrieve it. Is he fake walking? Looked like he was fake walking. Yeah, he is. No, nope, I just had to go over because I never, never room for it. This week's novelty product. It's eggnog. It's a glug glug pitcher. Do you guys know what this is? No. (laughs) No, I'm a dumb ass fucking idiot. What is it? I'm a dub dub. It's a pitcher shaped like a fish that when you pour it, it makes this sound. Did you guys hear that? I can't really hear. I heard some of it. I heard the first part. It's a glug glug sound, I imagine. Correct. It makes a glug glug because of the way the handle is shaped on this pitcher. So it's a pitcher that makes it sound like a fish. Yeah, the air exactly. goes up the yeah. handle. The famous glug glug a fish will make. That's great. This design apparently dates back to the 1870s and was popularized by Dartmouth Pottery up until they closed in 2002. And then in 2009, Gluggle Limited bought, brought the design back to American consumers and to mom's dining room tables everywhere. Gentlemen... You know what time it is on the podcast. It's quiz time. Mm. And keeping with this week's topic, <laughs> one at a time, <laughs> I'm going to ask you to name synonyms for the word glug. There are nine here. They're not just one word words, by the way. There's a couple two word options. Wait, Whoever wait, wait, gets wait, the wait. most of these correct wins. I'm sorry. Um, we're doing synonyms for an onomatopoeia? Synonyms for the word glug. Is glug, so like what words... is glug a noun, a verb? Verb. So to glug. Yes. Okay. Kelly, why Kelly's smiling a lot? Because Scott's I want Scott's buzzing sound to be his disappointment. <laughs> <sighs> You're gonna go so one at a time though on this one. You're just gonna go back and forth. Let me start, because last time Scott got uh, big the movie big it is bullshit it's fair that's fair that's fair I think I think it's fair blub yeah. Kelly goes with blub blub is not on the list alright this list is out of date <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is your grandpa's glug list <laughs> grandpa's glug list episode title Um, I'm gonna say gulp Gulp is not on the list, but gulp should be on the list. 
Okay, then give me a point, fuck face. (laughs) I didn't make the list. Uh, uh, bloop. Nope, not bloop. I hate this so fucking much. (laughs) I will... How about I give you a hint? No, I already have mine locked and loaded. That said, I thought of this before Kelly even went. Guzzle. Guzzle's not on the list. If Guzzle's not on the list, I'm fucking (laughs) knocking... That's it. I'm done. (laughs) He's knocking his mic around. I'm definitely cutting that out. Um, They are, by the way, you guys are in the right thing. I actually don't know why these aren't counted. But yeah, the, the, the terms you're looking for are things like Toss back. Toss back was one of the synonyms listed. For this swig. One. Kelly gets the first one. Swig is on the list. Yes. Oh. Okay, I'll do my next guess. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> is Kelly fuck is you on the list? This week. <laughs> Kelly wins. Oh, it's amazing. Kelly wins with a whole one point. Vic- okay. Victory lap. Victory wait, 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 hold on. I'll, okay. okay, I'll do. So wait, knock back is one. <laughs> what is even the first word? Gulg? Toss back. What is glug? The, glug. Oh Jesus! And I got swig, so don't guess mm-hmm. that. Swallow? <laughs> nope. All right. Do you want me to just list the rest of them? No, I want sure. Kelly to go. I want Kelly to guess and get two okay, points. Kelly. Is Chug one? Chug is one of them. Yes. Yes. All right. I'll go until I until I lose. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Drain, uh, drain, drain is ooh, drain on the list. Nope, is drain is not on the list. Finally found a quiz. I'm. I just cannot. I do not have the skill set. No, poor. Is poor one. No, incorrect. All right. The remaining ones: sip, slurp, swish, wash down, quaff, neck, and nurse. Oh. Of course, quaff. Yeah, I should have forget. I'd like Who where did forget? you get did, so did you just when go on thesaurus.com and type in glug? I actually I said I typed in synonyms for glug and then I just whatever the first page was, I just took the list they had and the list they had was a bunch of bullshit <laughs> clearly. And he said, "Why not yeah, quiz people on this?" <laughs> yeah. Why am I viscerally angry? <laughs> Why am I like physically like mad right now? It's the pizza Scott, pie. It wouldn't be the podcast. That could be the pizza pie you had. Mm-hmm. You did have a pizza of uh, angry pills, right? Yeah, it was crunchy. <laughs> well, well, I'm that's going to do it for the novelty product. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Yeah, that was a weird one, but you know what? Together, we three hosts muddle through another episode of Spoofs. Goofs and novelty songs. Thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. Next week, we're reviewing You've Got Mail. <laughs>